Welcome to Quitters Never Give Up, the Kevin and Bean Creative Universe fan podcast. I'm Lindsay, and with us today are listener Christopher, Edwin Buckshot Miller, and Jennifer Sunshine. On today's podcast, we're going to look at the week that was 2010, the podcast roundup, and a look back at the party machines that were. She's trying to figure out whether they're going to come and drill her driveway with a bunch of plumbers. If they're going to go in her back door or front door. Will the long hose have a little bit of poop on the end? But that all brings us back to the bells. There were so many bells in that clip. And, you know, the beans are, the bells are back and Bean is back on it. And then Allie has a bell. It was a six-minute segment, and I counted ten perfectly placed bells right in there, right in the pocket. And then, speaking of bells, Allie talked about the song that she lost her virginity to. Do you know the song I lost my virginity to? I think we've discussed this, right? I do. Maybe even on this podcast. It's uh, it's yeah. weird that I know that. It sounds like a rather personal yeah. thing, but I right. if if we are being quizzed right now and I get mm-hmm. points for being correct, I believe it yes. was Wild World by yes. Maxi Priest. Indeed it was. Thank you. Not cool enough to be Cat Stevens. It was Maxi Priest. Yeah, good time. So when you hear that Sorry. song now, are you happy? Do you like that song or do you regret the whole situation because of that song and now you don't like it? No, it makes me laugh. Okay. It makes me laugh that I was like, wow, you you could have chosen a, a different song. Because yeah. There was thought put into it. There mm. was, yeah, this was going to be it. Oh. This was the song I was going to oh, become it, a woman to. It wasn't just on the radio and that happened to be at the right time this of the evening? This was a choice, Bean. <gasps> this was a choice. That's weird, then. Which makes it so much worse. I remember, I think I'm the same, about the same age as Ali, so that was a pretty big song back then. I was waiting for Bean to say he lost his virginity to the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Right. <laughs> okay, before we get away from Bell Talk, I wanted to play this clip from Bean. It sounds okay. I, I'm willing. Let's give it a try. Well, what would you like? What What do you think? It What doesn't sound quite? You said it sounds okay like it's not great. No, it sounds okay. Let's live with it a little while and see. Look, every bell has a little bit different timber. It, like, it doesn't sound Let me like hear yours. It doesn't sound like my bell at all. 
because my bell. Oh, yours is so much higher. Well, it's finely seasoned as well. See, you can hear the yeah. difference right How do you there. It's back it? to back. Well, that comes with use. That comes with age, and that comes with use. It's like a fine wine. You know, you just don't throw right. it into the deep end. I don't know why you throw wine into a deep end, but you know what I mean. <laughs> it takes a while to build up to be perfect, is what I'm uh -huh. saying. So. so, Mr. Bad Example is back. So that's why I love that clip. Okay, just a quick thing. I just want to tell you kids out there, don't give up on your dreams. A fine show, not a best of, but a fine, fine show. So that's a clip I sent to Bean like in 2009, and he finally played it on the podcast. So don't give up on your dreams, kids. <laughs> nice. So moving on to the Ralph report. Ralph went into this is going to be the end of holiday or holiday. So he's been trying to figure out what to put in its place. You know, this is a, the segment where they wrap up all the holidays for the day and see whether it's going to be a holiday or it's not a, it shouldn't be a holiday well uh steve ashton had a suggestion he said uh it should be like uh something eddie focused like eddie's this day in eddie's history um eddie's mailbag which was a pretty hilarious but the last one i thought was the funniest which is ed wins maybe oh, look, oh, this oh, is the last one and this is just like again top of my head ed wins he eats something and then farts, and you've got to guess what he's eaten. <laughs> so, Ed wins, right? So, you know, like week one, boom, chicken nugs. Week two, boom, chicken strips. <laughs> I think it needs to do a bit more work on that one. But you know, yeah. honest, look, 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 look. My main message is give the guy some airtime, Ralph, for fuck's sake. So, yes, Ed wins. I hope that's going to be a bit. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have any ideas what they should replace it with, but I, I'd like Ed Wynn. Bring some Janky Town into the Ralph Report. Yeah, I was just going to say they're getting a, into a war with Janky Town for poopy talk. Uh, in the showbiz, we learned that henceforth Ricky Schroeder is going to be named Dick Schroeder. Uh, he basically gave yeah. a, a story where he fought with a Costco guy about the mask mandate. And then we find out that Scott Bayo is also an idiot because Scott Bayo doesn't understand what a publicly traded company is. He feels that they're a publicly traded company isn't a private business so he got into it with a with a comedian called christopher titus and that's pretty funny that was a pretty funny uh, thing that ralph was going over and then finally ralph's innocent childhood memory ralph talked about back in philadelphia he'd go to bars with his uncle mike and his dad at 12 years old and they had kid-sized beers so he would drink like a eight ounce glass of beer really and yeah, and then he'd have beers there with his dad, and they'd pass around the hat for the IRA, which blew my mind. I was like, wow. They were talking about some more parenting stuff. As one of the Garmin members, 12-year-old daughter, she sent in a picture of Hot Fudge Holy Moly. And then he brought in a question about her watching the show or, or her listening to the show. And I was like, well, I think we kind of need to reexamine this because Ralph, you know, one of my heroes is drinking beer at 12 in a bar, you know, get raising money for the IRA. He turned out great. So I say I say we we let the kids listen to the show, let the kid have some beer. <clears throat> right. Um, gonna start take your kid to a bar day instead of take your to kid to work day. day? Yeah. And then there was that eleven year old girl that fought off that attacker. Did you hear did you see that? He talked about this. He said that uh she kind of got the idea to mark him because she watched a lot of SVU. So they were able to catch the guy that tried to kidnap this like little little 11 year old girl and she fought him off it's a pretty crazy video you guys can find it watch it but he was questioning that her watching svu but 
I think it, I think it's a good idea now. After all the, after all this talk, I have to re-examine what I let my kids watch. Um, Eddie, you're going to bring up some uh, Adam Carolla, right? Yeah, I always keep an eye out for old old Kevin and Bean stuff. And he found some super old tapes. This is from 1994. Do you guys remember Mr. Burcham, the character Mr. Burcham? Yes. Okay, you guys have heard of him. This is so far back, it was when I first started listening to Kevin and Bean. So, yeah, he played some clips of Mr. Burcham and Dingo Boy, which is, I think, even older than Mr. Burcham. That's not why I called. Oh, really? Oh, you got the ant thing for us. Yeah. All right, how do we get rid of ants? Because it's the biggest problem in Southern California this week. Well, first off, I heard your soft-bellied listener suggesting uh, sprinkling baby powder on them. Right. What the hell's wrong with these people? <laughs> they got an ant problem or a chasing problem? <laughs> they said if you put talcum powder down, the ants wouldn't cross it. Talcum's for rashes, poison for ants. Okay. Listen, I'm going to tell you how to snuff these ants the manly way. All right, go ahead. Shop teacher's way. Okay. The Burcham way. Ladies and gentlemen, the Mr. Burcham ant solution. First off, seal all doors and windows with fast-setting latex belly glaze caulk. Right. Then hook up your Ingersoll Rand dry sump Jackmaster compressor to the utility stub-out bib located on the shroud side of your central air intake duct. Check. Crank up the regulator to 315 PSI and wait. In about 30 seconds, there should be enough pressure in the house to crush a beer can. <laughs> then open up the fireplace flue and run like hell. Fellas, <laughs> if it ain't bolted down, it's out the chimney. Now don't try this around Christmas time or Santa's going to have a frigid air put up in. <laughs> now that'll clean it up, fellas. Okay, so the ants will just be sucked right out of the house. Vacuum pressure, baby. It's the only answer. Uh, have you tried this? Well, yeah, as a matter of fact, I got to get going because I got to fish the sofa out of the neighbor's pool. <laughs> we'll let you get right to it, Mr. B. Thanks, Mel. Thanks Have a great weekend. Yeah. See you later. Was that recorded on potato? <laughs> it was cassette tapes. I think Adam recorded himself back in the old days. I know the quality's bad, but like I said, it's 1994 and it just fascinates me that we can find this stuff. Oh, did you notice at the end, Mr. Bertram says, yeah. And then Adam, coming back, talking about it, says, yeah, exactly the same way. So it's, <laughs> I think Mr. Bertram and Adam are basically the same guy. And real yeah. quick, like, they also played Dingo Boy. I didn't take the whole thing. But what's interesting, interesting about this is it was Adam Carolla, it was Jimmy Kimmel, and Ralph Garman did voices on it, too. So this is way back when, before Ralph was even on the show. So I'm just going to play the theme song for it. This is the intro. His parents have been murdered, and now dingoes are his kin. Dingoes taught him hunting, and dingoes taught him pride. Dingoes made his diapers out of gopher hide. Run, run, dingo boy. Run, run, dingo boy. Dingo boy. Oh, run, run, dingo boy. Yeah, so like I said, I'm just fascinated by the oldest stuff you can get, and that's pretty old if it goes back to 94. So I'm going to keep my ears open if I hear any other old stuff. But, Do you uh, remember John Frost? Yeah. The, oh, the he detective. was a genius. He did yeah. the promos. They said he was like the imaging director before they even called it that. Yeah. So if I can ever find some stuff from him, I'll, I'll try to bring that to you guys because he was an amazing guy. Yeah. Very instrumental in the beginning of K-Rock. Yeah. All right. That was, that was Adam Carolla. Yeah. <laughs> 
he used to come into a restaurant I worked at in Studio City. Him and his dad. Oh, no kidding. And he was his dad always in a bad mood. Yes. This is probably 2000s. He was just always in a bad, he was just a curmudgeon. Said, ah, I'll take this. Ah. I mean, yeah, he just was not, never had, he wasn't mean. He just wasn't, just, you know, just not friendly and nice, you know. I can see him being like in his own world. Yes. So he's probably thinking of a, a bit while he's sitting down and you're trying to talk to him and he's kind of just blowing you off. Yeah. And that's, you know, when you work, when you, especially when you wait tables in Los Angeles, you know, famous people come in all the time. And so my favorite ones were the people that you could talk to about what they do. And so I remember third, third rock from the sun was really big and the cast would come in and uh, I'd be, oh, I love your show. And they were like, Oh, that's so great. I mean, you know, I love that kind of interaction with people. Some celebrities, not so much. Cool. Yeah. A celebrity sighting. <laughs> yeah, he, he he used to do the this week in rage, which I thought was pretty funny. But it, he just was angry, seemed angry all the time. Yeah. Well, they have a bit. What can Al, What can Adam complain about? I yeah. think one of his things was air. He was cl- complaining about air. And then Bean went on uh, Allison Rosen, and somebody somebody sent in a question about how he th- what he thought about Adam Carolla, Allison yeah. Rosen, and Adam Carolla didn't. They don't have a friendly relationship, but. Bean said he was the funniest guy he knows, which oh, really? he, wow. he does he does crack me out, but he is kind of a, an abrasive kind of guy. I know. Moving on to Janky Town, I'll make it short. Uh, they announced game night, final Zoom, Friday, June 11th, 9 p.m. to 11 Pacific. They're going to play some classic Kevin and B games, like uh, Omaroki is what they were saying. Oh, so that's going to be pretty awesome. Oh, nice. And then Beer Mug ghosted the show. He basically moved the whole show for himself, said, I can't make it at the time we're going to record, moved it to another time, and then fell asleep and didn't show up. <laughs> and then he, he showed up in the last three minutes naked, basically just in his boxers. So he basically woke up and turned on his computer. Well, better uh, than never, I suppose. Yeah, they played heavy metal pig calls. So a guy on YouTube plays heavy metal underneath pig calling competition and it is fucking brilliant but i won't play that because uh, you know we're gonna move on to the week that was 2010 what was the other one they did hate beak wasn't that a parrot that sang heavy metal yeah that was, was uh, i think it was a goat too a lot of heavy metal animals this is actually people doing the pig call you gonna what was the other one well, they had to meow the hits they had to meow the songs yeah <laughs> all right so let's move on to the week that was 2010 Edwin. Okay. We all were surprised when Kevin got a job at KLOS, but it turns out he was rehearsing for this way back in 2010. I thought we'd start with a little rock today. A little rock. Sure. Get us going. We're changing formats. Yeah. A little classic rock. A little classic rock little sometimes. Rock. Drum machines wow. cannot replace live drums. Is that an empty milk jug someone's striking?
good, right? That's the song they play on the highway to hell. As you're driving into hell, that's what you hear on your car radio before you get to actual hell. <laughs> yeah, so I think Kevin had this in mind all along. Now, we talked about Jay Moore coming into the studio right after April Foolishness because he had a book out. And as he was on the show, his book somehow went down the charts. So after a couple of months, he came back in the studio. And let's see what happened to his book then. Speaking of books. Yes, sir. Buddy of mine went to your book signing at Borders in Philadelphia recently because, you know, I'm from Philly. There was four people. That's what he told me. (laughs) He was in line with three people. So the Kevin and Bean bump didn't help Jay Moore too much. Four people in line. Now, a couple of big celebrity birthdays. One that's important to us, Miss Cleo's birthday was May 20th. She was nice enough to come on the show, and she's very charming. We all love her. And a big birthday, Chewbacca, Peter Mayhew. Now, you guys all know him from Star Wars. And it was funny. I just happened to be looking around for stuff, and I found out it seemed like they played the Chewbacca clip forever, but it really only started in 2009. We knew that the King of Mexico was the man of a thousand voices, so he came in and did his, what he tells us is, his Chewbacca impression. So we started playing that. (laughs) Doesn't sound at all like Chewbacca. Not much. But if you know it's Chewbacca ahead of time, you can almost convince yourself that it does. It's Chewbacca's phone. It's not. (laughs) Yeah, it does sound like a phone ringing. So we were thinking, are any of us brave enough to do our Chewbacca impression? It's just like rolling your R's. It, what he's doing is just like, brr, brr, Chewbacca. This is an attempt. I'm not saying I'm even good at it, but oh, no, it's not even good. Okay, now she's squeaking. Somebody else do it. I got to mute. What the heck? The hell is going on? I didn't, I didn't tell oh, you. Now Brandon came outside with Hazel. She's got a squeaky toys making a bunch of noise. That's so funny. <laughs> That's staying in. That does not sound like Chewbacca at all. No, not at all. So. Good job, Hazel. It's okay. <laughs> Easy, you want to come say hi? Well, come say hi. Well, I bet Hazel can do a great Chewbacca impression. Eddie, you do one? Uh, I think it's wow. still better than Dave's, though. Let me, let me try. That's pretty good. I'd I give that a solid 8 out of 10. It's got a good beat, and you could dance to it, too. Yeah, it's a hit. I like it. <clears throat> or we could try it this way. I was working in the lab <laughs> late one night. <laughs> that was a great example of a running joke. They really knew how to milk those things. <laughs> to me, it got funnier every time. Wait, you guys hear that? Wait, what's that? What, oh, my what, God. What's that coming that? in? I don't know. Is that, is that here? I, or is that what I, you're I don't know where that's coming from. Is that huh. by you, Jan? Edwin, what's going on? I don't know. I don't, what that's, is that? What? It's what is that, Lindsay? Oh my God! It's the Kevin and Bean party machine. Confession, quick note, they fooled me every time with the party machine. I never saw it coming. They did it almost all the Memorial Days. I don't know what the heck's wrong with me, but it was a pleasant surprise, though. Same, every year. 
Now, was it only for Memorial Day or was it other holidays? Labor Day. Oh, yeah. okay. I, I think I remember they did it when the bosses were out. They would just kind of like take the day off. So there was a couple of times where it wasn't on a holiday weekend. I was going through the archive. They did a party machine for Sports Guy Money's last day. So it was a goodbye party to money party machine at Hooters. That was pretty cool, actually. So do you have any uh, party machine clips, Eddie? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I got something from that one. So maybe we should explain what the party machine is. Basically, they would uh, take the show off and just play a bunch of random songs, just play some party songs. So we'd hear like, what is it, Boogie in the Butt, a Chona. No, they would play disco, they'd play pop, they would play just a huge variety of music. They must have put the program onto random or shuffle and want and leave. I remember listeners would call in with their, their requests. It was kind of like happy hits. They just play whatever kind of like party song they wanted to hear. Yeah, I went through the list. If you go to Stockdale's page, of course, Stockdale, we got to call him out. Yeah. He will list all the segments of every show of the year. Can you imagine all the work? But for Party Machine, he lists all songs. So here's a few that I wrote down that kind of cracked me up. I always like the ones that when you're listening to it, you're like, oh, my God, I'm listening to K-Rock and this is on. So 2014, they had Rock Me Amadeus by Falco. Super Freak by Rick James. I love that. Wanna Be by the Spice Girls. They actually played that a lot. 2016, Def Leppard, Pour Some Sugar on Me. This was one of my favorites. I was smiling my head off. Casey and the Sunshine Band, Get Down Tonight. I'm yeah. just listening. I'm like, oh my God, this is on Kevin and Bean on K-Rock, Casey and the Sunshine Band. Oh, Bill Bev DeVoe, Poison. We know that um, Eddie Pence hated that song, remember? Because his brother played it every day. Yeah. More Stay in the Time, Jungle Love. That was 2016. Okay, 2018. This is great. Britney Spears, Oops, I Did It Again. So the last one was May 24th, 2019, RIP. That was the whole like biscuit for weenie thing, I think. So they had Limp Bizkit, Rollin', Kanye West. They had the J Balvin song that was really popular back then. You Gotta Fight for Your Right to Party. NSYNC, Bye Bye Bye. Another Limp Bizkit. And then there's Lachona right there, just kind of hanging out. And I remember looking at all the social pages while that was going on and people were just like losing their absolute minds that they were playing that song. Um, There is the 2019 Party Machine on uh, Spotify. And then DJ Omar Khan's website also has some of the party machine mixes. But yeah, my favorite part was the intros, just like how we we played around right now. The intros were always good because they would always catch. And Kevin mm-hmm. and Bean are really bad, hilarious actors. I got the 2014 intro if you want. Yeah, that's it. Because they had taken a break for a while. And yeah, then no in 2014, part. they brought it back. So I got that one. What's that, what's that noise? What is that noise? What is that in the down the tracks there. Wait a minute. Is that a machine or is that a train? I can't tell. It's a, it, it's a machine, but it has wheels and it's on a track. It's strange. It's a, it's a hybrid. It's the Kevin and Bean party machine. My bad. That was 2016. Let's go to the 2014. And then with Lindsay's editing magic, she can make it look like I didn't make this mistake. They reeked of smoke, said people around him, and running to the restroom every 15 minutes, which, you know what that means. Sure. Yeah. What, uh, what is that? What's happening here? What? I thought I heard something. Okay. No. Well, at least it went away. At least it didn't build to a crescendo. Weird. <laughs> Man the lifeboats! Man the lifeboats! 
Now what? <laughs> what? There's that sound again. What's happening? Is anyone in control here? Uh-oh. I know that sound. Yes, what you is, do. What's happening? I know that sound. Yes, you. I haven't heard it forever. That's correct. Uh, well, that's it for this week on Quitters Never Give Up, the podcast for the obsessive Kevin and Bean fan. Uh, we'll join you next week, and we'll talk to you then. Anyone have Boogie in the Butt to play us off? <laughs> oh, I forgot no. to mention that. Let me find it. Hold on. I'm at work listening to Kevin and Bean, but I ain't doing Get your sunglasses on. Are you playing that? Put it in your butt. Boogie in your butt. Oh, oh, oh. Put it in your butt.